Welcome to Since You Didn't Ask, along with Andrew McNeil, I'm Matthew Holbrook, and we've got a different kind of a question here today. The question is, um, and, and this is specifically for the guys, um, we talk a lot about this kind of thing, maybe related to, to the girls, but um, we, we want to address the guys. Girls, you're welcome to listen in. Um, but for the guys, um, does grooming and appearance matter? Um, and um, so... Yeah, Andrew, what do you think? Um, the, the kind of the baseline point of this is we, we consider um, King David and, and the passage that says, uh, you know, God, a man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. So really, does it, does, does it matter um, what, what we look like, guys? So right before we started this, I was telling Matthew that one of my professors at seminary used to say, God looks on the heart, but man does look on the outward appearance. And his point was that it matters how you how you present yourself. Um, but in seriousness, I think the short answer is yes, it matters, but only secondarily to your heart. It does, it does matter, but secondarily to your heart. I, I can buy that. Um, I think that it's actually pretty important, though, um, to okay. a degree. I'd put, I would put a relatively high importance on how we present ourselves but the reasoning might be a little bit different um i think it has to do with genuine care for other people um i was just trying to find something we didn't agree on and i actually think about this very similarly so keep going well that's boring (laughs) i know (laughs) we'll see but yeah if you care about other people you're going to want to make yourself presentable not so that they're going to be impressed with you but at the very least, so that you're not creating any kind of distraction in your ability to relate to them. Just take it to an extreme. If you didn't take a shower for a month and you're like always all hot and sweaty and grimy or whatever, and you go to interact and you smell really badly, it's going to be hard for people to get past that um, in, in how you're relating to them. Um, and so to where you have the, uh, the ability to keep yourself presentable and... and um, uh, and and what would be considered culturally acceptable? I think I think that we should do that. But I also think well, I guess I'll stop right there because I have I take it a step further in another way. But I'd, I guess I'll let you respond. I mean, to that. no, go go ahead. I want to hear you go further on that. This this sounds so cliche and overdone, and even like pop Christianity. But there is like some truth in this. So there's a way to, to maybe to we'll get to disagree. I, I want to see. I think that there's a that there is a reality here where where you want to present yourself well because you want to represent Christ well. You want to be. Um, this is the part I'm trying to avoid. Like you want to be the best version of you you can be. Um, <laughs> that's the part that sounds too pop Christian. But you do you do want to present yourself in a way that is going to be respectful, uh, respectable, um, and um, isn't going to ever in any way hinder your ultimate message. Um, and, and, and so logically, I, sure. All right. The apostle John, or I'm sorry, the, uh, John the Baptist. Yeah. Paul at various times and points. Um, I think that there are, um, are those the exceptions that prove the rule? Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. And culturally there's differences. There, yeah. I mean, although I think even within his culture, John <laughs> yeah. the Baptist is pretty, yeah. pretty raunchy. That, that's um, pretty unique though. Yeah, I'm not sure that that would be the call for all 
Christians to be <laughs> yeah, engaging yeah. in the world in a John the Baptist-like way. Um, yeah, there is a unique call. And I, I think you could probably trace that back through a lot of the prophets would be set apart in in those kinds of ways. Do you think it's a fair application to go to Paul talking about I've become all things to all people? Yeah, probably in part. I yeah, think that, that, that probably fits. Because if you were serving, let's say that you were serving on Skid Row and trying to bring the gospel to people there, you probably wouldn't wear what you wear to the office. Sure. Because the disconnect wouldn't yeah. match up with um, the message that you're trying to send to the people. I, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, no, I would agree. I would agree. But it starts like even like if if you were going to preach on a Sunday morning, and I know at Grace we might be... Um, take this a little bit more seriously, but you're going to dress appropriate for the role uh, to preach. You, 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 you're, you're bringing the word of God. You're making a proclamation on behalf of God. You want to dress in a way that is going to be worthy of that. Um, and I, I guess I would just extend that to every day that you're walking around, you are doing that in different contexts and you want to present yourself in that context in a way that is going to be appropriate to be an ambassador for Christ. Yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. So, okay, what would you do if, <laughs> if you were invited to preach at a church where it was much more casual, the pastor wore flip-flops kind of on a normal basis in the pulpit, would you wear a nice suit or, you know, whatever nice thing you had? Um, I think I would probably um, make an adjustment. I don't, I don't know that I could ever be comfortable you know, <laughs> preaching in on a Sunday morning in a church context in shorts, t-shirt, and, and flip-flops. And if that not, was, not even if you were in Africa? If that was, you know, or somewhere where that yeah, was just like, like a if it's like totally normal. cultural. Yeah. Um, that's a tough question. I, I think I would want to be sensitive to, to, to the people and what is culturally appropriate. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think that there is an awareness. We... Maybe what we're coming all coming down on is we should have an awareness to that our appearance actually does matter. That there, it, if and I and I um, again we're addressing this to guys because let's admit it, guys have a tendency to be slobs or to not care about their appearance nearly as much. Um, we need to give all the the same kinds of admonitions that we would for guys and girls, that we shouldn't be dressing to call attention to ourselves or to say, hey, look at me in, in any kind of a way. But I think guys have a tendency to go all the way to the other extreme and say, oh, it doesn't matter at all. Mm -hmm. I, can, I can be however. And, um, and I do think that that, that, that hurts us in, in how we can be used of God. So if I were going to try to maybe sum this up as like a principle behind what we're saying, I think we could say that the way we take care of our bodies and the way we clothe our bodies communicates something to people. Yeah. And we want that, whatever we communicate, we want it to match with our worldview um, or with you know, the message of the gospel. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think we have to have that in mind. It, it just comes back to that baseline, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink or brush your teeth, Andrew, uh, <laughs> whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And um, uh, Andrew and I were talking about even mundane things like brushing your teeth, and he gets teased about that a little bit at home. Um, but uh, it is true, though. We, whatever we do, we want to do to the glory of God. And, and I think all of that falls under the banner of we are ambassadors 
for Christ. We are citizens of heaven, and we want to present ourselves as such. We don't want to be un, un using biblical language. We don't want to be unworthy. Um, if we can just take a, a step back for just a second, you know, there are multiple passages in the Bible that call us to live worthy of the gospel. And there's a couple of ways to understand that. One, worthy means to have worth, and we're never going to have worth of the gospel. But the way that that's used in, in the biblical sense to be worthy of the gospel is that we are to be appropriate for the gospel. We are not to have present ourselves in a way that disconnects us from the truth that we say that we, we live by. And so that, that comes right back, that permeates every aspect of our lives, um, including how we present ourselves. So, so yeah, guys, yeah, take showers, brush your teeth, groom yourself, dress appropriately. Uh, don't be afraid to, at times, you know, dress uh, even stylishly or, or nicely as it fits the, um, the occasions. Um, we don't want to be consumed by that. We don't want to be driven by that, but we want to have an awareness um, for the purpose of, of uh, fulfilling the ministry that God has called us to. Yeah, and the, the only kind of nuance I would add on that is within the constraints that God has put in your life, there are certain cultural contexts or place where that isn't as big of a deal, or there are certain, um, I don't know, some people don't have the money to buy that kind of stuff. So I think this is all just nuanced with, based on the means that God has given you at the times in life that you have, you want to love the people around you, and that's one of the ways you can do it, and you want to match the message that you give with all of your life. You want to have that match up in accordance with the gospel as much as you can. And I think yeah. that there's also a, a reality here that we're not robots. We're not all the same. And there is a place for personal expression and, per, and personality to come out in how you, um, how you would dress and how you would, would even, even groom yourself. Um, and so there's nothing that we're saying here that's saying, hey, we need to all be exactly the same and all wear like, you know, a suit and tie or whatever. That's, that's not the message at all. Um, it is, you know, there, there, there is a place that the standard for Andrew might be different than the standard for somebody else in the church, not because there's a higher or lower standard, it's just different based on even just personality differences. Um, and so again, I would just bring it back to you. We want to have just an awareness and, and not just, um, we don't want to, we don't want to be guys following Christ who say that our appearance doesn't matter at all. Um. And I think maybe there's sometimes even um, subconsciously a, a tendency to, to drift into that. So the, the one last thing I feel like we can't finish this without touching on um, don't worry about what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear um, for the Gentiles seek after these things, but your Heavenly Father knows that you need them all. In Matthew uh, 5, I believe that is, Jesus talks about these things. So just... How do we match that up with what we've been talking about? I think ultimately we want to have hearts that trust the Lord with every aspect in our lives. And um, we know that all, all things are, are a gift from the Lord and we, um, we thank him for that. And so when it comes to even what you can afford to buy as far as clothing or whatever, you, you be a good steward with what God gives to you financially and what you have the ability to do. Um, and give thanks and recognize that those things are from the Lord, but you don't need a big budget to dress appropriately for occasions. Um, and again, I keep wanting to come back to you. Appropriately for each occasion is 
there is a dependency in that for culture, context, and your own personality and how that plays out. Um, but at the very least, it's something we should give thought to and not just completely ignore mm-hmm. and say, oh, all that matters is my heart. Um, but it, it, that can play out in a lot of different ways. Mm. We hope this has been helpful to you all, and we will see you next time. <laughs>